And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is working from home. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website. Or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so today we're talking about working from home. When I was working at NBF, one of the big topics that was of discussion was how there is a big trend in most of kind of the business world to move people out of the office and have them work from home. Uh, Changes in technology like Skype and some of the other business um, essential technologies have become incredibly powerful and very universal and allow people to essentially do a lot of remote work very easily from their home. People enjoy that more. It allows them to be more productive in many circumstances in many cases, which is important for employers who are always looking for a way to maximize their employees' productivity. So it seems logical and natural uh, in that regard to, to keep that in mind and that we keep, kind of be prepared for it. We started a discussion and a dialogue about it. For us, uh, there was a big, big move to be working from home just because at this point it's cheaper than getting a space. Um, the company's still pretty small, and although the the studies have shown that likely half of the workforce will be working from home um, by 2022, we uh, we at the Meridi Creative Company have uh, continued to keep our eyes set a little higher and hope to to build our space. Although we may have more work from home opportunities in building our company with that in mind in the future, but at the moment we're working from home now. I think the the advantage of working from home is very clear for most people. I think when you look at the, I mean, there's no traffic, it's easy to go to work, and um, you can kind of wear whatever you want. You have the ability to eat when you want and do a lot of the opportunity to kind of change and have that flexibility and that freedom and that autonomy that many people crave. I think if you look at uh, Daniel Pink wrote a book called Drive, which is a great book if you're ever looking for something. It's all about motivation, what motivates people. And the three things that he argues are some of the most motivating factors in the modern world that we live in is autonomy, mastery, and purpose. Well, at some level, autonomy is, is, is kind of really embodied in the idea that we want you to work from home. That level of you are on your own is true autonomy in a lot of ways, for the better or worse, because some people have trouble with that. Then there's also the concept of mastery and purpose, and, and I think we'll, we'll talk about those in other podcasts because we're kind of focusing on working from home today, but when we want to look at, at the advantages that are, are there, it's very easy to see them. I think the disadvantages of working from home are not always apparent until you're actually doing it, and that is it can be easy to take a really long lunch break. It can be easy to start a little later. It can be easy to put things off and to scroll through your Facebook feed a little longer than usual. It can be easy to say, you know, I'm not going to worry about that. And that's something that I think we need to be on our guard for. I think there are three major aspects that I would say I would encourage people who are working from home to keep this in mind. One, it's important to develop a regular schedule. That regimen, that, uh, ha- that, that ability to have order and organization 
even within your day, can really help drive productivity, can help you stay on top of it. And frankly, it's an important aspect of developing a sense of control over your life. There's a, a sense of purpose, and you can often, at the end of the day, have a little easier time looking back and saying, what did I accomplish? What did I actually do? And I think that's really important for people to be able to see the true end result of their work. So I would say to everyone, really develop that schedule. And you can develop it around yourself to some extent, of course, within the realm of your company. But you can you can develop that and drive it yourself. But you need to be able to have something that's in place. For us, I think it's an important aspect is to work on developing the social media. And we use those kind of as our, as our, our guidelines. For me, when I started the company and I was working full-time at the same time, Part of the schedule was at lunchtime I would post because that was when I had a break. And then I would often post on my way home from work or before I got left for work, right before I left for home. And then um, I would post in the evening and probably even a little later than that. With the podcast, I tried in the beginning, and I'm going to go back to it now, trying to post um, the, the podcast by about 11 in the morning Central Standard Time. And that was uh, in the midst of this transition that has shifted back a little later in the day, as you can see. But the hope is to have that be a regular thing. So for us, a lot of the we live in a very social media oriented world because we're in that business to consumer market. That's our primary target in a lot of ways. Although our product is perfect for several business to business uses, um, we still have a very very large community that we're working on growing in the co- the consumer market and the customer market. And for us, the social media posting has been how we kind of anchor our day and organize our day. It's around those posts. So for us, that's one aspect of our, our, of our schedule, and I would say that that's one of the, the, kind of the primary thing that you need to develop is this concept of a schedule and an organization. Another aspect that's very difficult for people who are starting to work from home is um, roommates. If you have a spouse, children, uh, just someone you roommate, just a regular roommate, uh, it's important to be able to have boundaries and to be able to develop good and honest communication with them about what you expect, what you need, and how you can be cognizant of their needs because at some level you're also in their home and if they're stay-at-home people then that can be a big change for them. But I think if we can have open and honest communication about saying, okay, this is what I need and when I need it because this is the tasks I need to do, I think a lot of times we can work in developing solutions for that. People can go out, maybe if you need to have quiet because you're, you know, maybe recording a podcast, then maybe it's time for the kids to go to the park or whatever it may be. You guys got to work on developing that schedule together and developing that, that connection and that, that honest communication. So I think that that's the second thing for sure is develop an understanding of the people around you and, and all of that. And I think the third thing, and it's, it's kind of not talked about a lot and it's, more specifically for people who are kind of either leaders or owners of businesses, and that is, how can you keep in mind the balance between uh, growth and your vision and working from home? Because a lot of times, most companies, I think, are, are really built around the idea that people would work together when they get larger, right? So you may start your little side hustle while you're working, and then eventually that side hustle might get large enough that you don't need to work at your other company, and now all of a sudden your side hustle has become your your main source of income, and you're working from home. And then it can be easy for some people to just say, okay, that's good enough, I don't want to grow the business anymore, and I'm good. And for some people, that's totally fine. That's absolutely appropriate. I think there are a lot of people out there who are happier 
running a $100,000 business working from their home than they ever would be if they earned $500,000, but they had to run a business with employees and they were working out of a, uh, another location. So I think it's important to be able to identify your personality and how you what your real goals are and your objectives are. But at the same time, I think it's important for you to say, okay, now that I've gone from you know this being my side hustle to this being my main hustle, I need to be able to continue to function and grow this. I need to work on saying, I want this to be the $500,000 company. And how can I set up good practices now when I'm working out of my home so that eventually if it becomes larger and I have more clients in bigger places and I am working with people, these procedures and you know policies and all of this other stuff are in place and they have been for a long time, right? So develop the strategies when you're working out of your home and run your your business out of your home the same way that you would run your business if it was larger because that makes the transition less difficult later when you need to grow and often, to be honest, at that point, some growth like that can be very painful because you don't have good policies in place and people feel... Um, unable to challenge the way it's been done because they're new. So I think that that's something you need to be cognizant of and keep that in mind. Those are the three major things I would say. Be cognizant of your time and schedule, be cognizant of your neighbors, and be cognizant of your growth. And when you know those three things and you can pay attention to those three things, I think you'll have a much better time working from home. Um, today's we're going to talk about today's use. Today's use is a travel book. Um, so many of you, I think, are good travelers. I hope you're good travelers. If you haven't got a chance to go explore the world, it's a great place and a great time, and I think you should. It's often difficult when we do these traveling, though, to be able to develop a way of keeping memories. I, I think um, the world of smartphones has allowed us to take hundreds and hundreds of pictures very easily overnight and have that access to maps and have access to the local foods and cuisines and all of that stuff. And that's great. It's, it's really helpful and convenient at the time. Um, but one thing that may benefit you for sure is to be able to say, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have all of those pictures be printed out and put into a book. We're going to keep our receipts from the restaurants and we're going to put them on in our book. We're going to have um, uh, maps pre-printed so that for whatever reason, if our phone dies, we'll be able to find where we're going. We'll have pictures of places that are, are cool things to see and to stop at. We'll have those in our book. And developing a scrapbook around your specific trips and then kind of using that as the place to store all of the information and all of that stuff in kind of a hard copy format, I think can be really helpful when you A, want to show friends and family because you know your mom's going to ask about it when you get back. But B, it's also a great way so that you can have um, those memories in case uh, something were to happen to your devices and your phone. Something Those are backed up in a hard copy. They look nice. They look sharp. They're easy to organize. And frankly, if you want to change them, you can change them. So that eventually, you know, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, when you're dealing with, you want to go do that vacation again and you can't remember quite where you had dinner, you can pull out the book and open it up and see it right there. All right. One uh, other thing that I want to talk about real quick is a day in a life. So today we went to the dentist in the morning. That was just one of the things that we had gotten accomplished today. And that brought up the whole other topic of dental insurance and health insurance and that whole thing. So I've had a little bit of time working on solving some of those problems. I'd love to do an episode about the challenges of finding health care and health insurance when you're on your own. Because uh, I think that's a big topic for a lot of people. It's certainly been a t topic in my life. Uh, so we'll work on getting that probably out in the near future here. Otherwise, um, I appreciate everyone listening in. Uh, tune in tomorrow so that you can be sure to get back our next episode. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. Uh, 
If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binders, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murraycreative.co or you can contact us via our Facebook or Instagram. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best to be available whenever you need me and I love talking to all of you. Um, that being said, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community and I want to give people what they want. Uh, if you are looking for multiple binders for gifts or giveaways or menus or things along those lines, ask about our bulk discounts. We do have those available, and we're always happy to work with you on designing those. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day. Bye.